Welcome to the King of All Kings Podcast. Street Vibes. Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. That's cooked. He got cooked. Hey, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. Damn. 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 Oh, man. They, they lose a heartbreaker. Welcome to J Street Vibes. It's your main man, Kenny Caraway. Of ESPN 1320, D-Lo and KC. This is your main man, Jason Jones of The Athletic. And damn, Jason, we I thought we was going to be doing like a, a post-game show for a nice little Kings come from behind win. No, no, we're doing a post-game show for a blown lead late by the Kings. Up four with about a minute 45 to go. Couldn't hold on to the lead. They lose 120 to 117 to the Atlanta Hawks. They lose the season series to the Atlanta Hawks. And yeah, yeah, they, they kind of, yeah. they're allergic to being any more than four games over 500. They kind of played with fire tonight, too. It was like, you know, you let them be. It, it, to me, it was just they never had a stretch where they just kind of said, okay, you know, remember Atlanta goes up by seven, they make that run, they go ahead. But the fact you had to come back from seven down, they just never really created to me a moment where I say, okay, they got this. And then, you know, they only had 10 turnovers, but that last one was, you know, DeJounte DeJounte gets De'Aaron on that last play. And I'm sorry, you know, they'll probably hate the two minute report, the last two minute report, (laughs) but no, I mean, that's a play that no one's calling in that situation on DeJounte. No one's calling that. I mean, they should. I mean, they that, should, that's, but a, that's, not. A, that's a, a pretty clear offensive foul. Yeah, but that's a play that never gets called, mm. usually at any point of the game, unless that guy extends that arm fully, mm. you know. And, and I, I feel like we also got to remember this, too. We got the benefit of, like, three or four different angles Yeah. <laughs> after the well, fact. And, you know, and you had already used your challenge on the herder foul. Well, don't get me started on that rule. I, I don't understand. I don't understand, Jason. I don't understand how, first of all, you get one challenge a game. And if you get it right, you lose the challenge. How does that make any sense? <laughs> like, like you you got it right that the refs were wrong, that they were incompetent as usual. But uh, we, we got to take that challenge from you. It's weird because it always was while well, the ball was – in you know loose so it's a jump ball which i hated that rule i'm like we'll give him the ball back but then like it looks like trey is passing the ball mm-hmm. on the foul call they're like no he had possession i'm like i don't know the rules anymore no nah, no nah. and, and people should that remember one, that one didn't nope. even really bother me i mean it's okay they got the ball whatever it's the fact that you lose the challenge if you're successful you still lose the challenge if you're successful i don't understand that I mean, the challenges are weird because after the uh, Kings game off, I went I went and watched the uh, Lakers uh, Heat, mm-hmm. and there's a play where it looks like a clear charge on Victor Oladipo, and they called a foul on Russell Westbrook. The Lakers challenge, they go back and say, you know what? It wasn't a foul on Westbrook. We're going to give the foul to Austin Reeves instead. <laughs> what? And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Come I mean, on. there's really no. Con- I mean, I you know it, it's weird, but the challenges don't bother me nearly as much as the last two minute report. Because mm. to me, the last two minute report is like a big middle finger at you. Mm. Like you know, because even you know after Donovan seventy one the other night. Oh, by the way, it was a line, lane violation. <laughs> so what? 
What does that do for anything? What does that do for the Bulls? <laughs> what hey, does that do for the Bulls a day later? I, I keep saying they need to they need to have these officials speak to the media, speak to the public. They got to stop hiding them. It doesn't have to be all three of them, but the crew chief or whoever it is, it needs to be it's 2023. We, well, you, can request, you can request an official depending on the situation. I don't think. Yeah, but I heard that thing is so so convoluted and ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, they they weren't going to make an official available for did DeJounte Murray push off. No, but they, they like, not, not just this game, but just in general. Like, come on, man. It's 2023. We know who these officials are. They're, they got stats, right? People keep stats on these referees. You're not hiding anybody or doing anything. They need to they need to be answering for some of these poor calls. They don't have to spend, you know, 20 minutes at a press conference, but stand in front of a, a camera, you know, come to a podium and explain what you saw, what you didn't saw. Yeah. Let me explain the mechanics of how it works for people who don't know. Mm. Uh, for every NBA game, there's a reporter who's, who's assigned to be the pool reporter. And that's the reporter. And I've been that guy a ton of times. That's the guy, if there's a controversial call or it's an issue, you're the one who puts the sends the message to New York or you know whoever needs to get the message that you want to you know request an official. Mm. And you have that one reporter gets whatever, maybe two or three questions with one official. It's not like you get like a press conference and we all can ask the official questions. Mm -hmm. So essentially, if there's a controversial call and say I'm the pool reporter, I, you know, I get to go to by the officials locker room or whatever. And I ask whatever, two or three questions. And then they type them up and they pass them out to everyone. Here is the question. Like, you know, why did you call this? You know, what was the call on this? You don't get to go back and forth and debate, you know, seven, eight calls in the game. It's usually they usually go to that in very specific, you know, controversial type situations. And there was nothing tonight where I think they, they would warrant that. But I have a, I have a very good, pretty good feeling that the we're going to have another. The last two minute report hates the Kings tomorrow. Or the offensive foul on DeJounte. I mean, that that's if if this was handled in a real way, um, that, what did you see there? Why was that not an offensive foul? And if they came with <laughs> if they came with the Jason Jones, well, you know, we're not calling that in that situation. <laughs> no, god damn it. Oh like, no, they're not gonna say that. They're not right. gonna be like, Oh, we, we we can't call that then. <laughs> right, right, right. The the thing that I would I would say would and maybe I'm just a one man wolf pack on this situation. But I understand the human element of ref in a game, umpiring or whatever. Mm-hmm. If they were to get in front of a camera and, you know, they were asked about that call and they said, you know what? That was an offensive foul, man. I missed that. I missed it. Okay. Like, okay. Like, I can take that. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're not a robot. You're not perfect. You're a human being. You miss calls. That, that's perfectly fine. But this whole you can't talk to them and you got to have the pool reporter and they got to see the question and like, like, come on, man. Like, we, no, I, don't, I don't know if they, they got to see the question, but it's not like you're going to get 10 minutes with them. That's what I'm telling yeah. you. The pool well, reporter is not going to get, get a sit down after a game. It's going <laughs> to be like, you know, explain this specific call, follow up. Okay. Thank you. Well, I've look. never, I, I've never seen an extended interview for the pool reporter. <laughs> Even then, even in that situation, like they'll always justify it. Whatever they see, they'll always justify it, even if they're dead wrong. I'm just saying I can take somebody saying, hey, I missed the call. You know, they, they do that with with 
in game. You, you've heard it. You've been close enough. They do it with players. They do it with coaches. Hey, I missed that one. I'll, I'll, I'll look for the next. I, I'll, I'll look for it next time. Yeah. Or, hey, if I did, you know, or I know I've had th- you, you know, I've seen it where say it's in the first half and something happens and a, a coach or a player say, Hey, you'll you missed that. He'll say, okay, I'll look at that at halftime. Mm-hmm. And they can like have them mark, you know. Hey, you know, they'll go back and look at it, and they'll mm-hmm. come out, they'll come out and say, "Hey, my bad." But I think what the league doesn't want to do is set a precedence of after every game you got a ref saying, "You know what? I blew that one." Mm-hmm. And then you get to the finals and you hear this guy is like the hot, one of the highest ranked officials in the league, and you're like, "Hold up, he's had 32 press conferences where he said my bad." Well, well, Jason, <laughs> they're doing that the very next day, every day. That's why I think the last one that. report is stupid. I was like, <laughs> why are you embarrassing your officials on a daily basis? Right. You know, I, I just, I'm like, if you're not going to change calls, if you're not going to say, okay, you know what? That missed call cost that team a game. Like, it cost the Kings a game in Miami. It cost, you know, if you're not going to say, that that call was egregious. We're going to reverse something. I don't see the point of telling us. Oh yeah, by the way, they fucked up last night. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, <laughs> we knew that already. Thank right. you. And, right. and you know, and if you want to get into the whole, it wasn't about the refs. You know, hell, Dejounte made a hell of a play on Deere. I absolutely did. I mean, that's the whole thing about it. I, I the refs, the King. You know me. I never like the refs blew that game for him. That's not really mm-hmm. my style. Uh, and I, I wouldn't even say. I wouldn't even look at it as the Kings blew the game or anything like that. I mean, I, Atlanta Atlanta made shots, man. De, De John, DeAndre Hunter, he made some big-time shots. Mm-hmm. Bogey made some big-time shots. John Collins hit, hit some real big shots. And De, DeJounte Murray, like you just said, with some big plays down the stretch uh, to win that for the Hawks. I think the Kings, you know, I, I don't need, I don't, I'm not getting into the minutia of their better team. All that. I don't want to do all that. I just think Atlanta played really well last night. They were a desperate team. Mm-hmm. You know, they were trying to keep a uh, their winning or losing streak from going to five, mm-hmm. and they played like it. They scrapped. Especially how they play against the Warriors. I mean, mm-hmm. they blew that game about five times. Mm-hmm. And I got to see, I was at the gym, got to see the replay of that game again yesterday. I'm like, how did you lose this game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you knew they were going to come out desperate, you know, and like I said, the way the NBA is this year, this league is so complex. It's not like you've got like four or five really great teams. I mean, just yesterday, OKC beat the the, the living shit out of Boston. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then they turned around and lost to Orlando today. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, they they put one like 150 on Boston. Not, nothing nothing makes sense in the NBA this year. Yeah, so I mean, mm-hmm. it's not really about well, are they the better team, you know, and that this it's just hey, everybody's got, you know, DeJounte Murray made a play, and even then the Kings had a chance to tie. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, they still had time, they were only down three. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then they missed the shot and they just didn't foul. I was like, what are you guys waiting on? Yeah. <laughs> they uh they and then they even with the foul, like Harrison. I'm not blaming him. Just looking at the situation, ball gets thrown down court, a la Magic Johnson in 1991 mm-hmm. in Portland, and Harrison kind of lets up on getting the ball. He could have got the ball. The Kings still had a timeout. Like you get the ball with a second or point nine to go in that situation, you got another opportunity. Well, but- I didn't realize they had a timeout still. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm they, pretty... they all just kind of stood there and it's like, okay, I guess the game's over. I'm like, why aren't you fouling? You got time still. It wasn't like there was like a second on the clock. Right, right. But yeah, but you know, hey, Sabonis missed two free throws. And Sabonis has been so money. They um, had missed the free throw the entire game. And what is they 25 straight? And maybe they're 25 or 25. And then yeah. he misses two, you know, and that's not to blame him, but I mean, no. it's just your two best players both had moments where they're gonna go, my bad. Like mm-hmm. Sabonis misses two free. I mean, he probably won't miss back-to-back free throws for another month. And the second one, I mean, what's you gonna do, man? I mean, that ball rattled around about three times. Yeah. Four and pop. you're not gonna see many times in the, especially in the fourth, for someone's gonna pick De'Aaron like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, it sucks. You know, it sucks. You know, you lose the game. But to me, this is like, you know, coming off of, you know, a hard-fought game. In Utah, game, you know, but the three uh, that wasn't three out of four, three nights and four, was it? Yeah, it was. They played Sunday, we're off Monday, played Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah, three and four. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, you know, I'm not gonna, I mean, I don't know what the opposite of lighting the beam is, you know, but I'm not gonna sound the alarm or, (laughs) you know, hit the hit the red buzzer over this game. I mean, you know, hey, you say they're just allergic to being more than five, four over five hundred. You know, the weirdest thing ever. They, they get, they, they were like, oh, what? Oh, we could be five above five hundred. Oh, hell no, we don't want that. Let's go ahead and stay humble. <laughs> stay humble. <laughs> we got to keep something to work for. <laughs> but like, uh, like um, Giannis when he talked about, it, he's like, yeah, God didn't give me a a jump shot. I had to say, stay humble, my guy. Stay humble. <laughs> God didn't give him a jumper, period. But he gave him everything else. Right, right. That's what he said. He was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I look good. You know, I'm, I'm tall. I'm fast. I can jump out the gym. You know, I can play defense. God told me, be humble. That's why he didn't give me a jump shot. You I know, think Shaq said something like that, too, about his free throws. Like, you imagine what I would be if I could make free, you know, what I would be. God had to keep me in shape. I think Shaq said, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is just the you know, sometimes guys make plays. I know people like to get into sometimes after a loss, so oh my god, what's the bigger deal? Guys made plays. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when the Kings only turned the ball over 10 times, I believe. Yeah. It wasn't a crazy turnover, just that one of the turnovers was just at the worst possible time. <laughs> you know, and then you know, Atlanta shot 54%. But like I said, I'm the get off my lawn man about that when no one else besides me cares about that number. I'm like, you can't keep letting teams shoot 55%, 54% on your home court. Yeah, it's, it's going to keep them in the game, which is – I can't even see they kept Atlanta in the game because Atlanta was ahead for a lot of the games. So, yeah. You know, yeah, it, and, it just made it where the Kings were constantly chasing. Right. It wasn't like they were down 15, but they yeah. were never comfortable. Yeah. You know, yeah, but hey, smart. I said three games, four nights, three different cities. Yeah. You know – an emotional game, or you know, you know, you know, no, I should say an emotional, you know, it wasn't like emotional, but because they, they won, but I mean, they had to, they had to earn that one in Utah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was, and sometimes the a, a game like this is the result of the fact that I, it felt like they should have put Utah away earlier last night. That's what I thought too. I, I and thought, man, by not putting, by not putting Utah away. You had to fight in that fourth quarter. And who knows? Maybe they just didn't have legs at the end of this one. Mm-hmm. You know, you play a game in altitude. It ain't Denver altitude, but it's still altitude. Right. You know, you come back, got to, you know, so sometimes those losses are just because, yeah, you know what? Hey, you, you, you 
part of being a good team is you get a team down 12, 15 points. You got to put them away. Mm-hmm. It can't be nip and tuck in the fourth. And, the, and in that game, the Kings kept Utah in it. Mm-hmm. Their own mistakes. They let Utah hang around. And that game would be way tougher than it should have been. I agree. I agree. You know, we'll uh, we'll put a bow on this this Kings Hawks game. One twenty, one seventeen, Atlanta over Sacramento. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, well, you know, we'll try and lift everybody's spirits up, and we'll talk about like the most clutch player in the fourth quarter in the NBA. Statistically, I guess I don't know. Luca, <laughs> definitely not Luca. Although Luca, 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 Luca <laughs> I ain't looking. Luca. Just, we ain't talking Luca on this podcast. Yeah, that man had 60-20-10. I, 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 you know, you know, everybody must bow down. But I mean, let me stop before I get hate mail. <laughs> we gonna talk about that boy De'Aaron Fox when we come back right here on J Street Vibes.